You're listening to episode number 22 of the Gracefield CEO podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Have you ever felt lonely in business? I have, and I feel like you're probably nodding your head or whispering under your breath, yes, right along with me. Today, we're going to rest in the truth that you are not alone and don't have to run your business alone either. The conversation you will hear today will be about building community with others who support your voice. For this series, I brought in some fellow business owners who run businesses that serve other business owners like you. I love these fly-on-the-wall episodes where you can listen in on a candid conversation. I have a quick conversation with Megan Phillips today. She is so much more than just a social media manager. Here's what Megan shared about her story. After my second kiddo was born, I realized that there had to be more in life than working 9 to 5 and that it wasn't worth all the time I was missing with my kids. After giving corporate the metaphorical middle finger, in reality, I gave the appropriate amount of notice and even trained my replacement, I did just what I intended to do. I took my mom duties very seriously and went into full action mom mode. Let's just say I was living my best life. That was until I completely lost myself in motherhood. I felt like I was only good for changing diapers, fetching snacks, and restarting Paw Patrol. I felt like I had lost my sense of purpose outside of being a mom, and to be totally honest, I was super lonely. This is when entrepreneurship came on the scene. It gave me the opportunity to be home with my family and also have something for myself. It was, and still is, the best of both worlds. I love that I get to spend quality time with my kids, while also getting to support online service providers by taking social media off of their very full plates. You can connect with Megan through the info in the show notes. Enjoy this conversation. Wherever you are, whether you're washing dishes, doing laundry, knocking out some admin work, or in the car line, we are meeting you where you are today. Listen in and feel encouraged. Welcome to the Gracefield CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Dalberry, an online business manager for creatives who are scaling their business while focusing on what matters to them. I'm so excited to bring an honest and energizing take on being a CEO while you raise your family. In case no one has told you recently, it's possible to rock at both. Every episode will include actionable steps that will encourage and empower you to build a business that supports your family and that thrives through systems, strategy, and most importantly, heart. Join me on this journey to becoming a grace-filled CEO. If you are somebody that likes free trainings and you are either a virtual assistant, project manager, or an online business manager, or maybe you're just in the administrative and management online service provider industry, I want to share something with you that I think is going to be incredibly helpful in your business. The last several months, I've been coaching virtual assistants and online business managers, helping them gain clarity around the direction they're taking their business. One of my clients specifically shared that her goal was to take a whole month off in her business next year. So we've been outlining the next steps to do that, and it's been so powerful to see the light bulb moment in such a short period of time. One-on-one mentorship may not be for you, and that's totally okay. But who says no to free stuff? Am I right? (laughs) I would love to have you join me in these trainings. And yes, they've already happened, but they are there for you. They are there to help you in your business wherever you're at today. 
Some of the examples of the trainings are building a balanced and bulletproof OBM business. And another one most recently is called Breaking Up with Booked Out, which provides creative ways to rethink what booked out looks like for you. I have a passion for teaching and empowering people in this space, and it comes to your benefit. Head over to my website, jilliandalberry.com slash jdobm-training to gain access to these trainings and more. Hey, Megan, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I um, We've chatted on Instagram so much, and I love that. But it's really good to kind of be in the same audio virtual room with you. <laughs> yes. Agreed. For sure. So I, I just really want to talk about this topic of building community with other people um, who like share your vision and your values and your voice. And I know that coming from where you come from and doing what you do, like, I just know that you have a passion for this and you have a great perspective. And I, one thing that I feel like, and maybe you can relate to this too, for myself, I, I am not as clear or as <laughs> I, I have a harder time overthinking like the clarity of my conversations and and speaking with confidence sometimes. But if I'm encouraging someone else, like I am all in, I feel like I can like remove all of those things and just like really help them narrow in on the most clear and confident way to communicate with people. Yeah, I think that it's definitely easier to help other people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you, it's always, you know, I don't know what the saying is like, you know, we're our worst critics because like we're in it so thick that like we can't mm-hmm. see sometimes like the bigger picture. And so, of course, it's so much, uh, you know, there's more clarity and so much easier to go through and look at through at someone else's life or business or whatever and be able to be very helpful and then also have our own life be a mess. (laughs) Like, you know, for sure. Um, I totally relate to that. Um, yeah. Do as you say, not as I do. (laughs) Yeah. Although I like really am trying so hard to be like very intentional, not only as a business owner, but a mom too, like to be a very, um, you know, lead by example and do as I do person, because I was like, raised in, you know, the generation of parenting, uh, that's do as I say, not as I do. And didn't yes. like model that, um, you know, uh, behavior or actions. And it was very like hypocritical parenting. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I just have really hard to like not be that way, but of course, you know, I'm work, I'm human and like <laughs> nobody's perfect. Um, so I'm not saying that I always do, but I really do try so hard to do that. And I think like a big, uh, part of like that, being a reality is like leaning on other people and knowing that I don't have to do everything myself. Like that helps. Oh, I love that. So back to the parenting thing, I heard on a podcast one time that the best way that we can parent our kids is to show them that we need Jesus just as much as they do. Oh yes. I love that. I do too, because it just takes away so much pressure of doing everything right. And it's really encouraged me it, you know, in parenting, but also in business to like apologize or ask for forgiveness or, and, and that's not always applicable in business, but when I know that I'm in the wrong or I've done something that's not what 
you know, I would want someone else to do or something like that. Like, I think it's okay to be like, Hey, I dropped the ball or I messed up here. And I think that having a community rally around you who like understand those things too is really powerful and important because they can encourage you in that and like give you grace when you're kind of struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and like, again, it, I, you know, <laughs> I feel like as adults, most things lead back to our childhood, right? <laughs> do you feel this way? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and you know, like, again, when you're not like given that example of like, not only, you know, just back to not leading by example. And, and when your parents, they feel like they're doing the best they can by not showing emotion. And again, this is very generational, like adults today and parents today are like, really, we're trying to like relearn how to do things so that we're teaching our kids that emotions are okay. But that really wasn't very like common. And it was very much like suck it up buttercup mentality. Um, and so it is hard to like do that because we like have been trained to push away like our emotions. And I actually have a really cute story with one of my um, kids. Like it, it kind of validated like, okay, maybe I, you know, maybe I don't suck so much as a mom. <laughs> Not that I think that I'm a bad parent, but um, it really was validating because I do try to show my emotions around them. Of course, I think there's a fine line like between being like a complete dumpster fire and having like normal <laughs> feelings, you know, and some things are not um, appropriate for children. So I'm not saying air your dirty laundry in front of your children. Cause of course that's not good either, but I think it is good to show emotion. And like once, so this was probably a couple months ago, I was like really overwhelmed one morning and I was like, um, sitting on my kitchen floor, like on a little child step stool. And I just had my hands in my face and I like, I was just very overwhelmed and I was like about to cry and lose it because it was just a rough morning. And like my children, all three of them were like asking for something at the same time. And I was like running late, trying to get everybody ready and out the door. And then my youngest uh, was screaming. And so like, I just sat there and then my middle son who is six came over to me and he's like, mom, I know how you're feeling. And I'm like, you do. How am I feeling? And he's like, you're frustrated. And I was like, you're right, buddy. I am frustrated. Like mommy's just been trying, like trying to make my own breakfast and feed myself, you know, for the last 25 minutes. And I haven't been able to, because you guys are like being crazy. And he was like, it was so cute. He was like, well, I'll make your breakfast for you, mommy. And he like <laughs> got out the bagel and like put it in a toaster for me. And it was like so precious. And it was like, okay, cool. Like they are seeing me, you know, they're like, they do listen. And like, even though a lot of times can be very frustrating because in the moment you're like, why don't you ever listen to me? But, um, you know, moments like impactful moments like that, it's like, oh, okay cool. Like I am doing something right, you know? Yes. Oh, that is a precious story. Uh, but yeah, so that was really good, um, to kind of like see that like as parents and adults, like it's good to show our emotion and to lean on other people. Um, and to not like feel like we have to do everything alone, (laughs) even if it's just our kids helping us, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like a culture you create. It's a culture Mm -hmm. you live, a culture you create, like in the spaces that you're in. And I'm curious, like, how do you, because you, you mentioned like coming from 
a parenting style and like a almost like a way of living life where you're you shouldn't show emotion or you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that and it's it is more like do as I say not as I do like what do you feel like is in business like what do you feel like is something different that you're able to show to kind of like break that chain does that make sense Um, I think I know what you're asking, so I'm going to run with it. And if I'm totally off, we can pivot, but, um, (laughs) yes, I feel like, okay. So for me, uh, I, as a social media manager, like I obviously am probably more comfortable doing this than other people that don't like to like get on camera for social media and like expose their real life. Um, but I feel like that's really important because it lets people in on the fact that like, you're human and that you like, just like them have a life, a family. If you have a family, you know, um, other responsibilities and other wins and like ups and downs and stresses and, you know, just that you're relatable. It really helps build that, uh, you know, like no trust factor or likability, whatever you want to call it. And it's, you know, yes, it's strategic, But as long as it's like the real you, then I think it's okay. And I think there is a fine line. Like if you find yourself like always showing up a different way online than you are in real life, then I would say, okay, like how can we, you know, tweak that so that it's more authentic and more organic. But like, if you're just sharing your life with your social media friends, um, because you do like want to make real connections. I think that is like the sweet spot because that's when people see that it is possible to have a business and or success and also like juggle all the real life things. And then they feel like they're in on it. You know, does that make sense? Is that kind of where you you were asking? Yeah, it, it is. And something that I was thinking about when you were saying that was like, what if, being your authentic self, like being who you are behind the scenes in front of people, all the things, just being a consistent person and feeling confidence around who that person is and like sharing that with other people and that vulnerability. What if that in itself is like, is strategy? And I think that's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, you know, as someone who offers strategy calls, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like people pay me to help them be strategic, but right. So like, it, this is hard for someone like me to say, but like, I think sometimes the biggest battle is just feeling that confidence and clarity around being vulnerable and, mm-hmm. and being able to do that and show your true self to people virtually online in person on discovery calls, all of those things. And like people make such a big deal, like, well, okay, well, I just need to, I just need to strategize. I just need this plan. I just need this. Um, I need to hire someone to help me do X, Y, and Z. And, And sometimes that's the case. Sometimes those people can really help you, but if you're not already doing the work to be yourself and show up as yourself, in your business, then it's going to make the other steps so much harder. 
Yeah, for sure. And like, so one thing for me, because um, I have three kids and I'm busy, so are you, you know, I know you understand, um, is like, I will send voice memos a lot, like on Instagram. So when I'm like messaging with people, I will send voice memos. And um, like, a lot of times when I'm sending voice memos or on the phone, even with like in real life, you know, like if I'm talking to my sister or family, like whoever, there's usually background noise, like there's children, <laughs> you can hear them. And so like, I could wait and like, try to like, not send messages or like wait until I always have quiet time to like connect with people. But then that wouldn't be authentic because my life is chaotic. Like there's always background noise. Like if you want a, like a, uh, obviously like right now, my, my kids are at school and my youngest is at the babysitter and we plan for this, but like for the most part, like my life is in a busy season of life. So I'm choosing not to wait for the perfect you know, quiet time or whatever to build my business and build connections with people. I'm showing up in the busy season. And I think that's more relatable than only ever showing up in the times when I am all put together and, you know, there's no background noise or, or whatever the case. Um, and in the beginning, like, uh, you know, I used to like, you know, I don't know, a year, a year or two ago, I would do like a lot of like, uh, live videos on Facebook and things like that. And, literally never failed every single time a child would interrupt me or start having a meltdown. And I used to think like, Oh my gosh. And I would say this to people like, I feel like every time I go live or I show up on video, like my life is a mess and it's so chaotic. (laughs) And like, people are going to think, Oh my gosh, like she's a mess. Like she doesn't, you know, have her life together and how I'm not going to be able to learn from her or take business advice from her. If you know, she's a mess, but really that was what I was thinking was like coming across. And I would like bring this up to people and the opposite was actually happening. They're like, Oh my gosh, no, I love that you show up with your kids always at your house because it makes me think that I can do it too. Like it's relatable. It's more relatable. And it makes me feel like, Oh, okay. She's like someone that um, is in the same season of life as me and she's doing it. So like, why can't I, you know? So it was actually more, it was encouraging to them. Not like nobody was looking down at me saying like, Oh, she needs to get her life together. Like that was my internal voice, you know? Um, and so that was really, that was like really helpful for me to have those conversations with people and realize that, Oh, okay, this is, you know, it started out that way. And of course I learned like, as I, have grown my business that that can be implemented into your strategy. But I feel like the the fine line is that it still needs to be authentic to who you are as a person. Like if you ever meet someone in real life that you know, in the online space, and you're like, Oh, they're nothing like I thought they would be, then that's like, not an organic strategy. You know what I'm saying? They're like putting on a persona. They're not being themselves. So I feel like that's kind of like the fine line for me is like how I know, like, am I being really me or am I doing it just for show? Does that make sense? Yeah. That's a really good point. If that to me is like a, it's like a test. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If, if someone saw you in person and you were, you had lunch with them, like, would they, would they feel like they know, they knew you already or would they feel like they're meeting you for the first time? That's a really good point. Yeah. That you just said it way more eloquently, but yes, that. (laughs) (laughs) I just summarized it. That's all. (laughs) You summarized it very well. 
<laughs> well, and as as you were talking about that, like it's so true because nothing brings me more joy than being on a voice note with somebody and hearing their kids go nuts in the mm-hmm. background. Because like you said, like it makes me feel like I'm not alone in that. And I'm very fortunate to like my son's at school all day and my daughter's in daycare. So nine times out of 10, I do have a quiet house minus my dog, which I'm sure everyone's going to hear on this podcast episode. And I have to like put all the things in place to make sure that she doesn't lose her mind and see a leaf floating across the driveway before she starts freaking out. But it's, it's just one of those things that I think we have to continually tell ourselves that we are enough where we are and we can kind of lean into that and build up that confidence and clarity. I I have a funny story. There was, I was on a client call with somebody and she homeschools her boys. And at the time her husband was working outside of the house. So she was home with both boys homeschooling them and she was running this incredibly successful business. And she is on this call with me and we're literally talking about like big strategy stuff in her business. And her youngest is like climbing over her shoulders (laughs) and he is like, like hanging off of her. And the oldest is like showing her what he drew. And she just looks at me and smiles and starts laughing. And she's like, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, don't apologize. Like this is life. And if we, I, I just think it's so amazing and powerful to see women doing business alongside of raising their families like that. And it's so empowering that you could be able to do all of those things and show up and be vulnerable. And, and yes, it's exhausting. Yes, it's taxing. Yes, it's hard. But I feel like, you know, when you talk about the do as you do and not as not just as you say, I feel like we're teaching our kids that we can do all of those things. We can accept who we are as a person. We can be vulnerable. We can show up in this space, not perfect, um, and give ourselves grace. And so if that is what our kids are learning from being in the same room with us and, and us being honest with them about where we're at, I feel like that's like generational. That's, that's generational impact. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. And you know, like, uh, I'm with you on the whole, like, you know, um, I'm not perfect. And like, Jesus is the only perfect one. So like, it's modeling that too. And being able to show that like, it's okay, like to fail and not be like perfect all the time. And perfect really doesn't exist. Like it's just more inclusive too. Yeah, absolutely. What do you feel like is, if somebody's struggling with that, like what would you want to tell them? If one of your clients was struggling with showing up as their true self, and I actually, I have a a OBM coaching client right now who is kind of struggling with this too. And she had told me, you know, when I show up to meetings with my clients, like they tell me, wow, why don't you show up like this on social media? Like I had no Mm -hmm. idea you were this much fun and this had this much energy behind you. And that, that hurt me. It hurt me for her because I, I knew that she was really struggling with showing up and being who she was and being confident in that. So how do you help people kind of get out of their shell in that way? So like, 
It's hard because a lot of times the reason that people are afraid to like be themselves on social media or like just, um, like publicly could be like totally dip for different reasons. Like it all is going to stem from like where, what fear is this coming from? You know, like, is it that you just like, uh, are like terrified of like public speaking and you think of it that way? Like you just like, cannot like get over that. Or is it that like you just are super critical of yourself and you don't want to just like, you don't want to like see yourself on camera and like talk to, you know, yourself and getting over that is hard. Or is it, you know, just like that you need ideas, you know, like, and sometimes it really just depends on like where you fall in that. You know what I'm saying? Um, because sometimes it's, I can, I can say, you know, Oh, well, like I can give you a bunch of ideas and, uh, show you like some, give you some prompts and like, tell you how to like show up on stories and really help like build that relationship with people. But at the end of the day, if that's like just so far out of your comfort zone that it fully paralyzes you to do it, it's going to be a lot harder to get someone like that over the hump, you know, Um, to actually do it. So I just always like say like, you know, with social media, like create like a, a routine that's going to be realistic that you can keep up with and like take the pressure off. Like, yes, there, there are like do's and don'ts and strategy that you can follow. But at the end of the day, it's most, you know, depending on the business you have, most businesses are like, you know, personal brand, like business, like your business and my business, like it's, you're the face of your business because it's your name. Your business is your name. So is mine. So like, you know, even though it's a business, it's like very much, um, revolves around me as a person because I'm not this big corporation. I'm a, you know, (laughs) I started out like as a solopreneur and it's, it's very much like my brand. And so, um, you know, people do want to connect with the person behind the business. And so that's what you have to try to get comfortable with is like building up to that. So, you know, yes, you can follow all these rules and like do things exactly how like, you know, you're supposed to do them, but that's really relative because there's lots of gurus out there that will give you 700 different ideas of like what you should do. So I think like at the end of the day, you should figure out like what you're comfortable with and what you could keep up with realistically and do that. So like, if you're like, you know, what doesn't overwhelm me to do like, you know, share, like a post that I saw and related to, you know, someone else's posts, like on your stories, I'm going to do that once a day, because I really like this content and it relates to me. So it's going to relate to my audience. So I'm going to share that on my stories once a day. And then, you know, I'm going to maybe take a picture of like what I'm doing and you don't even have to have your face in it. You can, it can be like, you know, you working at your desk or like a picture of your coffee in the morning. It it really doesn't have to be like your face because that sometimes freaks people out. Um, And you could just like type on this text on the screen, like, you know, this is what I have going on this week, you know, talk about your business, talk about a couple of things in your personal life, and then, you know, follow it up with another story slide that asks like your audience what they're doing and then use a sticker and that creates engagement. And so like doing something simple like that, even if it's just like once a day or even a few times a week, it's really going to help people start connecting with you as a person because they're going to see like what types of content you're sharing is relatable to them. And if they like it or don't like it, and you're going to start getting some responses and, you know, stories is just where it's at when it comes to the personal life. Like the rules are kind of like off limits on stories. You can literally share anything and everything on stories because 
people want to relate to you as a person. So it's like, you have to kind of take the, the business uh, rules of Instagram off the table when it comes to stories. Um, I feel like and so, stories are like doing life with people. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, and you're just really good at recapping things and saying it way better than me. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, yeah, but does that make sense? Um, so yeah. I feel like that really helps you kind of like build up to it. Um, and it, you'll get the, like with anything, the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. Like yeah. end of story. So like at, there comes a point where you have to do kind of talk yourself into it and get over um, the fear and just like, you know, hit send and do it and show up even if it's messy, you know, um, messy showing up messy is better than not showing up at all. And messy is actually real and people relate to that. So like, you don't have, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't need to be a perfectly curated photo or professional brand photo. Although those are great too. Like I have those and I love doing those, but I also, you know, we'll just take a picture of me or a video, like pouring my coffee and people like that. Like it's, it's a good, you got to, you know, having a mixture of like all of the real parts of me, all of my life. Um, and my business is what people want to see. Yeah. I, I sure. went on a rant there. I'm sorry. No, I don't even remember the original was... question. <laughs> well, you, you answered it very well to not remember the original question. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> but I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> to summarize that, <laughs> I would say like find out what's doable for you. And I feel like that's it's required to like know yourself, to know what's doable. Don't put these unrealistic expectations on yourself because you because it's working for someone else or because you think it would work for you. Like you, you really have to like be in tune with your gut. And like if you are in a season where you honestly like my friend Madison is all in on cycle syncing. And I, I feel like that does play a role in like how I'm able to show up and like how I'm feeling to be able to show up. And so like, I'm not going to require something of myself that is just not a good fit for me in that moment. And I know that when I make, when I say yes to myself and give myself what I need in that way, like that's a kindness to myself. And then that allows me to feel even more confident and showing up as myself. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. Like when I take care of myself in whatever way I know how, I just feel more solid and confident in who I am to be able to show up. Yeah. I like that. And when you were saying that too, what like word can't kind of like came to my brain is, um, boundaries, like boundaries yeah. really help with, um, becoming more confident, um, in your personal life and in business, because once you start saying no to things that are not aligned with you as a person or your, your brand and your business, then you're going to start getting really good at doing what you do because it's going to be very narrow and like, um, defined and like, uh, you know, almost like niched down. And so you're going to get more confident with that because you're, you know, like, Oh, this is what I do. And this is what I don't do. So if somebody asks me yeah. to do this, I'm not going to do that because I've tried it before and I didn't like it. And it really, you know, it was hard for me to get through and yes, I can do it, but I didn't enjoy it. So like, you know, that kind of really helps with confidence too. I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I mentioned this earlier, but 
I just heard my dog bark again, and now I feel like I can't, like, I have to leave it in this episode because, like, we're talking about showing up as we are in the chaos, and so I'm going to leave it, darn it, and I'm going to let everyone hear my dog bark, whereas on a normal day, I would probably freak out and be like, okay, well, I am going to have to re-record that now. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's perfect. Yes, this is a good lesson, a good test for you. It totally is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Megan, thank you so much for just chatting with me. Um, I always love getting to connect with you. We connect on so many different levels and motherhood, family, beliefs, all the things. And so I'm grateful just to get to spend that time with you today. Well, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it so much. And I, yeah, I love chatting with you today. Same here. Didn't you guys just love that conversation with Megan? I absolutely love her story about how she was working the nine to five in corporate and ended up leaving corporate to pursue entrepreneurship at home. Honestly, it just goes to show that Any woman who stays home with her kids is fully capable of also running a successful business because Megan does just that. I hope that you guys felt encouraged by this episode. I would love to know what your biggest takeaways were. So feel free to email me at hello at JillianDaltberry.com and I would love to start the conversation there. Until next time, I hope you have a great week. And if you want to connect with Megan further, you can do so in the show notes. See you next time. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. I'm so grateful you're here and would love to connect with you. After you subscribe to the show, come hang out with me on Instagram at Jillian Dalberry. See you there.